Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hey everybody, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Phil Renta. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. I'm just kidding. It's Phil. Hey, yeah. Phil. Happy holidays, happy, bucko. Happy, happy holidays, everybody. Happy Honda days. I think you yeah. mean, no, it's holla, holla. No, holla. holla oh, is it like a Jay-Z thing? No, holla, no, no. Holla. I think you said Honda. Honda like yeah, happy auto. Honda days. Is that... Yeah, that's what sure people celebrate, or uh, no? It's a uh, it's a celebration where they unload all of their Honda, their 2014 stock <laughs> to make way for the 2015 stock at your Honda dealerships. Yeah, oh. low low prices during Honda days. This is the celebration around this time of year for uh, frugal suburbanites. <laughs> oh, <Yes. yeah. laughs> okay, who nice. drive Hondas? You for, know. Uh, suburban coastal. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh man, I feel merry. It's Christmas time. Yeah, I have, the, Christmas I have that Christmas time. spirit. Yeah, I smell like a cinnamon. We uh, we have the we have the, the tree up here in the Fine. sports sports arts obvi- uh, offices. Yep. The legally mandated obligatory menorah right next to it. Yep, yep absolutely. And I'm wearing a and the, and the Ryan Braun figurine next to yep, the menorah. Absolutely. Very very tastefully done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. uh, Jesus Montero on top of the tree. Yeah, yeah. just a little figurine of Jesus. I yeah. don't know who that is, but it sounds festive. He's he's a baseball player. Sure. Was a base well, still is kind of a baseball player, right? Well, now he's all a part of us and we're all a part of him. <laughs> Brian Hoyer, Johnny Manziel, update watch update. Brian Hoyer, Johnny Manziel, update watch update brought to you by Uh Manzels. Put your man boobs in a Manzel today. And bags. Come on, it's Christmas time. You, you gotta have at least one bag full of the Additionally. Paper stuff. Tagoyavaches. Oh, what is that on the mistletoe? Is that a kiss? No, it's a tagoyavach. And finally, boxes. What are you gonna open on Christmas morning? A bag? Fruitcake? You know, it's 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 really it's it's a box time of year right now. It, it really is. is. It's the it's, most boxiest time you, of the year. You might bring it home in a bag, but you definitely put it in a box when That's it's under true. the tree. So that sounds like a marketing campaign. Yeah, boxes yep. right there. Traditionally, Q four is not good for bags. Nope. for precisely uh, this reason. Uh, very good for boxes. Brian Hoyer plays like a Cleveland Browns quarterback, semicolon, loses game. Oh, because <laughs> they're not very good. The dream yeah. is over, folks. Yeah. Mm. It appears that Brian Hoyer's rocket ship to stardom has become an Apollo 1 launch pad death fire. Oh, mm. That's mm. sad. I know. 14 no, for I mean... 31 for 140 yards, zero tut-derns, two interceptions, there's been one quarter, uh, one touchdown from a Cleveland Browns quarterback in the last three games, and that is a rushing touchdown from Johnny Manziel. Yikes. Almost like the Browns are in the process of completely tanking <laughs> and missing out in the playoffs. Well, it would appear that Mike Pettin is no longer, quote, making a point by not having the immature Johnny Manziel <laughs> see the field. Fair. Um, it's so far removed from my mind, Hoyer said. Right now, I'm getting over yesterday and moving on to Cincinnati. It's crazy how fast things change. I feel like four or five weeks ago, we were talking contracts, and now we're talking about if I'm even going to be staying here. Ouch. What a pity party. Pity party for one. Yeah. <laughs> one Brian Hoyer. Yeah. I mean, I totally held on to the job way longer than anyone expected, right? 
Yeah. To which Johnny Manziel from across the practice field said, Oh, totally, bro. (laughs) Totally. Uh, Manziel will be with the Cleveland Browns starter this week. Finally, Johnny Football will be starting. Whoa. And uh, ending a lengthy and painful blue balls period. Yikes. (laughs) Um, I know how that goes. Not. Blue balls (laughs) like the ones on our Christmas tree. Not unlike the bulbs on our Christmas tree. Blue balls and red boxes. Meanwhile, Johnny Manziel had to fight hate speech. Oh, Whoa. my gosh. Yeah. So much in his first week. He's I'm glad he bought it. The B word, bullied. Oh, that's sad. What? Yeah. It yeah. gets better, Johnny Manziel. Bring out some zeitgeisty opinions because this is what a coach said about Johnny Manziel. Okay. You'll get a little more movement if Manziel's the quarterback, the thing that they did against Buffalo. But other than that, no, it doesn't impact you at all. You got to defend the offense, you don't defend the player particularly a midget. Whoa! Whoa! That's a slur, too. Yeah, at 5'11 yeah. and 3 quarters, <laughs> the kindergartner Manziel is two inches taller than the average American male. But NFL quarterbacks are not the average American male. That's right. The average They're- American male, really? 5'9"? Do I have that many tall friends? Yeah. Yes. I think yeah, I think average is like 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, are We're you Nordic serious? Folk. We are Nordic people. That's, that's like a tiny person, 5'9". Yeah, well, wait, what's easy? Easy with the words. <laughs> okay. Uh, I didn't say little person, because then I would have been inappropriately calling them anyway. Sure. Of course, after this, the uh, coach, uh, Lewis, gosh, what was it? Uh, I lost it here. Whatever his name is. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> he goes, I apologize to Johnny. Oh, Marv Lewis. Yeah, Marv <laughs> Lewis. I apologize to Johnny and the Browns and all the fans in Cleveland. It was a poor remark. I really didn't mean anything by it. I think someone's going to be spending some time at charity events for little people. Yeah, and on an especial apology episode of Little People Big World. Yep, good. That's coming next. All of these things en route for Marv Lewis. Boy, did you stick your foot in it now, buddy. Johnny Manziel, Brian Hoyer, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, Brian Hoyer, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Manziel's, put your man boobs in a Manziel today! And... Bags! Sir, come on, Q4's been terrible for us, our <laughs> children are starving! Additionally... Tag Hoyer watches. Do you want to kiss uh, somebody on uh, uh, this holiday? Then perhaps you should get the watch. And finally... Boxes! I feel like I've won already! Bags are burning in hell! Who's in the show today? Uh, let's see. Well, uh, Chris Humphreys is stopping by. Yes. Uh, this is his annual yeah, version of the Christmas story. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so it's that's pretty exciting. Always, yeah. always happy to have Chris in the... Uh, in the uh, Chris in the, the, the studio. Yeah, and I couldn't help but notice the green room was full of others. Well, that's right. It's not only the Christmas right. episode, it's also our 150th episode. It is. Yeah. And we've brought back some of our favorite guests to wish everyone their happy they're Honda just gonna days. They're going to grab in and they're going to take the mic and wish us happy Honda days. Yeah, so they're just going to be streaming through over the course of the episode here. You're going to get yeah. them one should after we, another. Should we bring one in? Yeah, right let's, now? let's open the door and why don't you wave one of them in? Okay. Hey, look, it's uh, Guy Gagne. It's our favorite hockey uh, Oh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, there we go. Guy Gagne. What, what do you got for us, Guy? What would you like Merry to Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah? yeah. Absolutely. And uh, and uh, happy Passover. Passover. No, a no, little, little early for that. Is it? Yes. Zoot! Zoot! Zoot a zoot! 
Oh man! Well, get out of here. Really, so really expected. Au revoir. Really right, expected au revoir, a yeah. joie Noel from that him. Was, that was a sad, that was a sadder one. Who else? We should bring someone in to bring the mood up a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, speaking of bringing up the mood, I think Mike Trout's sitting out there. That guy. Hey, it's Mike Trout, everybody. <laughs> hey, Mike Trout. Wow! Yeah, I made it here just for Christmas time. You know what Christmas time is? What? It's another happy time of the year. Yeah, <laughs> they're true. all good. Every day is good. So yeah. What? Well, how do you celebrate the holidays, Mike? This is what I do to celebrate the holidays. I wake up in the morning, and I drink a big glass of water, all right? <laughs> Gets me jazzed, yeah! <laughs> and then I go, hey, Santa came last night, and I start uh, picking up boxes, and then going, hey, are there any orphans who want a box? And then I give all my presents away to orphans. Wow, and uh, what did you ask Santa for you this year, kiddo? World peace again! Oh, God. It happens every year! <laughs> <laughs> and it happens every year. I get my wish. <laughs> That's so much. It's great. Yeah. All right. Thanks for coming There's in, There's cookies Mike. in the green room. I'm going to give it to the homeless. Ah! <laughs> you and, ran away from that mic. Mike's so fast. And Phil, do we have a weird sportsman this week? No. What? Yeah. You know what? In honor of the 150th episode, uh, we're going to do a little change, and we're going to introduce America's new favorite segment. Oh, wow. So look forward to that. Yeah. 150 okay. episodes. Two format changes. Yeah. And about three good episodes. If, yeah. you, if you really want to look at three it. Three and a half. Three and a yeah. half, yeah. But here's here's our up. marketing ploy. We're not going to tell you which ones they are. So right. you're just going to have to go back and listen to all of them, people, in order to find the good ones. Yeah. Should yeah. we have uh, one of our guests come and wish us a happy holidays and throw to news, news, news? Yeah. Why don't we do that? Yeah. Right, absolutely. Cool. Uh, let's get, uh, let's get Tubby Tom Travers to come in. Yeah, hey, Tubby Tom! All right. Oh, no. He's walking in from the other room. It's taking him a little while. I really, maybe we should have Maybe we should have had a faster one. Tom, (laughs) be careful. Easy with the spit guard there. Hey, everybody. Just coughed up half a summer sausage. Oh, a summer sausage. Hey, everybody, I'm just here to wish you a happy holiday. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. I have a lot to throw to the first segment. Yeah, I want you to let us know what's But coming. before I throw to the first segment, perhaps you should take my holiday drink recipe. Oh, for a holiday for a drink? Holiday recipe. It's healthy and lean. So you take a glass of eggnog made with skim milk, that and then you fill it full of bacon grease. Tom, that does not... Devil's bacon grease no. is good because it helps you metabolize. Well, it's almost it's... better if you start with whole milk. And then you drink the entire thing like a shot. Because the faster you drink, the faster it digests. <laughs> now it's time for the news news news. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Andre Drummond takes most badass Snapchat of all time. Say what, Ooh. Snapchat? Yeah. Now, this story involves a smartphone and an application, okay? Yeah. So I'm going to need you to bring Joel up to speed. Okay, Joel. I'm not sure I follow to no. this point. A smartphone is a phone that does not necessarily flip and does more than make calls. How do you calls? talk to people if it... And why, why would you have a phone that does more than make calls? It's uh, a phone. This is a computer phone. All right. I maybe, have a computer. I have a phone. This is ridiculous. We might have bit off more we can chew yeah. with that, but just maybe but as necessary. Former lion. Okay, well, I'll put it this way. It's a way for teenagers to pretty safely share naked pictures of themselves. Oh. Detroit Pistons Center and uh. social media daredevil and 
Andre, autocorrected to Andrew, Andre Drummond, yeah. shocked the sports world this weekend with a smartphone picture and made history as the first pro athlete to shock the media with a smartphone picture, not of their junk. Whoa, big news. Shocked the world with the picture, didn't do it with his junk. Nice. He had some sort of famous uh, tryst with a... Uh... With some sort of star of a show that I didn't recognize because I'm not, uh, I'm not Catherine O'Hara, SCTV. <laughs> Adding a lot to the podcast information wise today, Joel. Thank you. Uh, Drummond Snapchatted a photo of his steering wheel, dashboard, and the view through the windshield while driving. It's pretty Oops. sick, right? That's yeah. dangerous. That's pretty fucking That's not sick. Not good at all. You can see the Mercedes logo on the wheel, and it's one of those beautiful freeways in Metro Detroit. And there's also text on the Snapchat that reads. Morning world and a sunshine emoji. Wow, that's a Aww. lot of things to do while driving. Yeah. Even better, the picture shows his odometer. He's going 96 miles per hour. <laughs> what? Holy shit. That's pretty fast. But it's also pretty snowy in Detroit, right? Uh, no, there's no snow on the roads. You can see the roads. The roads okay. are clear. Uh, you can see it was an, it's, that's pretty fast. But the, the odometer is digital. And the picture caught at the exact moment that a 97 is ghosting over the 96. Nice. Meaning the order of events was something like this. One, get out smartphone. Two, open Snapchat app, which, let's be real, it's from 2012, so it's not in the first screen. Right, sure. That's like on five no or way. six now. What do you mean no first? There's only one screen in a phone, No, guys. Joel, you can just like a computer. You can go into other folders. You can go to other pages. <laughs> Three, take a picture. And he probably took a couple, because taking a good picture while driving is tough. It takes time. Don't judge. Four, edit the picture, add text, and a sunshine emoji. Now, he's a big guy with large hands, so there's no way he didn't make a couple spelling errors that autocorrected to something he didn't want to say. Spelling? You can't write words in a phone. Yeah, it's got a a keyboard, yeah. Or accidentally click the wrong emoji, and they have to delete and go back to it. Right, like when you do the smiling pile of poop emoji. Yeah. Embarrassing. Emojis are like little pictures that you can speak with. You can talk to a picture? Oh, Joel. Five. Send it out to friends, of which he has many. He's yeah. a basketball player. Uh, can I correct that? What? He probably uh, put it to my story. He so might have just made it one of his stories. Yeah. Yeah. He also could have sent it. He could have done but A lot of people doing both nowadays. That's true. Not me. Six. Accelerate towards triple digits <laughs> in an SUV on a Metro Detroit freeway that I assure you is more cratered than the face of the moon <laughs> or Greg Popovich. Uh, oh, that's a basketball zinger can, can in there. Can I jump in here? Yeah. He had to have done that before he took the picture, right? Or whilst taking the picture. He would have been picture. accelerating while taking the picture, yeah. Oh, that's right. No, you're right. Well, yeah, he would have been accelerating while taking the picture. Yeah. yeah. So even more dangerous. Seven. Not wear a seatbelt, as indicated by the dashboard icon in the <laughs> upper left-hand corner of no. the picture. Fucking social media evil Knievel shit. That's insane. Andre Drummond is awesome. Yeah, awesomely soon to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's... I think I'm pretty sweet when I text and drive. Yeah. And Andre Drummond's all like, you're a pussy. Yeah. Do you think that's hard? PSAs are telling us it can wait. And Drummond is saying, no, it can't. You have to use the Snapchat app to take the picture. It's not like Instagram, where you can take it on your camera and then just put it in Instagram later. Yeah, you got to do it on the fly. I'm surprised you didn't know that AT&T corporate responsibility arm. Right. <laughs> right? It can wait. You know what? He could have been more badass if he would have gotten on the roof of his car like in Teen Wolf and gone surfing during that yeah, time. Yeah, car surfing while Snapchatting. Yeah. That's the new thing. It's a wolf. Of course, since the internet found out, Drummond had to release a statement. Boo. 
He didn't apologize, did he? <laughs> Thank you for your accolades. No. <laughs> he says, he says, quote, I own up to it. It's a silly mistake. Just got to move forward. It won't happen again. Plus, that's not even the best thing I've done while driving. That would be double roadhead. High five! Sorry, I've been hanging out with Johnny Manziel. Yeah. How can you fit two heads into the roadhead? On the there's a seat in the way and a steering wheel. Got to crawl over the console. It's an SUV. Oh, is it one of those Siamese twins with yeah. two heads growing out of one neck? Note that he was a little ambiguous there. He said, "I won't do it again," implying that maybe he just meant he's not going to Snapchat the next time he's driving 96 miles an hour without a seat. No, belt. he did not rule out Facebooking <laughs> using yeah. Twitter. Mm. Going on Instagram. I feel like most people probably would have much less of an issue with the Snapchat if he wasn't going 97 miles an hour and not wearing a seatbelt. Maybe he doing like commercials for like Chase or something, like yeah. where he's just blazing down the highway going 100 going, when I'm on the go, I check out my Chase app for easy mobile pay. Yeah. Oh God, I meant conjoined twins. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to release a statement. <laughs> <laughs> Hey everybody, this is 90s Adam Sandler. It's I'm here to wish you a happy Hanukkah because I'm Jewish. Perhaps you would like to hear a list of people who are Jewish. Uh, my rabbi, uh, me, uh, David Lee Roth. Jewish people, I'm here to wish you also a very Merry Christmas. Sports fans, stop looking at me, Swan. Welcoming back to the show, we have the one, the only, Chris Humphreys. Hey, everybody, it's good to be here. It's good to have you back. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you're going to be doing a holiday thing. Well, uh, thank you. It's That's unfortunate, nice though, that we're not getting the poop on Hollywood because there's so much to talk about. No, this time, you're yeah. getting the poop on holidays. Did you see the, the Break the Internet, the paper magazine cover that... Oh. Oh, God. Oh, geez, oh. Joe. oh my Are you God. talking about the one that has my ex-wife, Kim Kardashian? Yeah, and she's all naked. That was not a nice thing to say during the holidays, Joe. Yeah, I'm not, really sorry about that. That was rude. That, that was I a keep, Scrooge thing to do. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, that. I, didn't, I didn't do it intentionally. But Real it was actually... Grinchy. I'm looking at things at the bright side because that actually is a good throw to the holiday story that I'm going to tell. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I got my cocoa. I'm ready. I'm telling the story of how the Grinch stole... Chris Humphreys. Oh, yeah. That's how the Grinch stole Chris Humphreys. Are you ready for a festive holiday tale? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. You'll probably know this story. It was made by, uh, uh, it was, uh, Chuck Jones that animated it. Right. Dr. Dr. Seuss. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Seuss was the one that wrote it. He wasn't really a doctor. That's <laughs> I was true. disappointed when I first heard that. Okay. I wanted him to do a tonsillectomy on me. Okay, okay. I got allergies. All right, I'm telling the story. Every Who down in Whoville liked Chris Humphreys a lot. But the Grinch, who lived just north of Whoville, did not. (laughs) The Grinch didn't like Chris Humphreys. It it rhymes. The Grinch. (laughs) Right. The Grinch hated Chris Humphreys. The whole Chris Humphreys. Now, please don't ask why. No one quite knows the reason. It could be... Her head wasn't screwed on just right. It could be, perhaps, that her high heels were too tight. But I think the most likely reason of all may have been that her heart was two sizes too small. Oh, The small heart. 
And it rhymes, so it's good to say. I'm beginning to notice some traits that are not consistent with the traditional Grinch. Oh, whatever the reason, her heart or her shoes, she stood there uh, with her Grinchy frown. No, wait, I missed one. <laughs> she stood there on Chris Humphrey's Eve, that's the Eve of me, hating the Who's, staring down from her cave with a sour Grinchy frown at the warm-lighted windows below in their town. Yeah, this was an evil Grinch. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah, yeah, it's not fun. Uh, okay, the Grinchy frown. We're, that's where we're at. <laughs> at the warm-lighted window, uh, the warm-lighted windows below in their town. I already said that. <laughs> For she knew every who down in Whoville beneath was busy hanging a mistletoe wreath. Humphrey's day is practically here. No, I missed another one. I've got to get glasses. And they're hanging the stockings, she snarled with a sneer. Tomorrow is Chris Humphrey's day, and it's practically here. Mm. Then she growled with her grinchy fingers nervously drumming, I must find a way to stop Chris Humphrey's from having a merry holidays and enjoying life. That one didn't rhyme. No, that's no, okay. not, Chris. You know what? I got to skip ahead because this is a long story, and you guys yeah. got to get on with your podcast. Right. Oh, yeah. All right? So she dressed up like Santa, and she went down to really screw things up for all the happy who's on Chris Humphrey's sounds day. Like, that sounds like something Grother Grinch yeah. would do. And then she was going to uh, go down the chimneys, and she said, Oh, this is stop number one, the old Grinchy cloth hissed. And she climbed to the roof, empty bags in her fist. Usually Santa has full bags to give presents on Chris Humphrey's day in this town. But not this one. It was empty. She was, uh, she was going to cause a ruckus. Alright. She then slid down the chimney. A rather tight pinch. But if Santa could do it, so could the Grinch. She got stuck only once for a moment or two because she has a huge ass. <laughs> That's why. Then she stuck uh, out her head in the fireplace flue. Where the little who stockings were hung in a row. Then she was all, These stockings, she grinned, are the first things to go. Then she slithered and slunk like a smile most unpleasant around the whole room. And she took every present. Man. Yeah. Pop guns and bicycles, roller skates, drums, checkerboards, <laughs> tricycles, popcorns, and plums. And Chris Humphrey's heart. And then she stopped it on the ground like a horrible she-bitch who should die and burn in hell. And her husband Kanye West should get punched in the face because he's all, Hey, look, I hit it I hit it too. And I'm like, yeah, well, I was there first. And then Ray J was like, well, I was there even more first. And I'm like, shut up. That's, she loved me and she didn't love you. You was just a play for media. You just wanted to get more in the media. It wasn't fair. Is still about on Chris Humphrey's day. For the Grinch to do that to somebody who was an innocent. It was a mean thing to do in this holiday most revered. You feeling a little lonely this Christmas, <laughs> Chris? You know what? I'm going to skip to the end. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to skip to the end when things get a little lighter. Okay. Oh, because the Grinch learned a valuable lesson from being mean. All right. So Chris Humphreys whizzed with his load through the bright morning light because I already saved the day. Right. <laughs> and, and then he brought back all the toys and the, f and, and the food for the feast. He brought that back, too. That's me. I brought it all back because I saved the day. He himself, that's right, 
brought back all the food. And even the Grinch, at the end of it, because she felt guilty, she carved the roast beast. All right? And the roast beast is Kim Kardashian. That's, That's a, a twist. twist ending. Yeah. She carved herself <laughs> to feed the Who's. And everyone was super happy about it. Merry Chris Humphreys Day. How wow. long was it between her stealing the gifts and bringing them back? Was it 73 days? Yeah, it was about 73 days. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised he made it. So it had a happy ending. The Who's it did have a happy ending. ending. It really did. Yeah. That was a festive Christmas story. For yes, it was. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. I feel good about it. There were some new angles yeah. there. There were some new angles. Fascinating choices. Yeah. You know what? I like to think that this is the story that they're going to start telling every holiday instead of the Grinch. We'll see about that. Yeah. But in the meantime, Chris, it's great to have you here in the studio. You're always one of our favorite guests. We're Thank glad you. to have you here. That's why Jordan and I... Went in together, and we got you a gift. Oh, you got me a gift? We did get you a gift. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm going to open it right Joel now. Joel picked I'm it out. Excited. I would like to preface this with Joel picked it out. I just checked yeah. in. This is amazing. I'm ripping it open. <laughs> it's a one-year subscription to Paper Magazine. Oh, the first oh, issue. Oh, that is really. That's, I can't believe I did that. You know I what, I did not though? think that all the way through. But the holidays are a time for forgiveness. Oh, so I'm going to forgive you, Joel. Oh, thank you, Chris. And I'm going to thank you for your very nice gift, because I'm sure this periodical has yeah. really nice articles. And hypothetically, future future publications will not include nude pictures of your ex-wife. I'm going to forgive everybody but one person to remain nameless. It's... But I'm going to carve her roast beast. Thank hey, you, you know what? <laughs> what was that, Chris? I, I just gave you guys a bunch of poop on the holidays. You did. You yeah. did. You I just... pooped all over this podcast. <laughs> You always do. <laughs> I always do. Merry Chris Humphreys Day, everybody. Go celebrate. Merry Chris Humphreys Day. Back at you. This is Patrick Brandenburg wishing everybody a happy holidays. And please, please send money. I'm still abandoned in, in, in Buffalo. It's actually, it's more desolate here than it was in Russia. I, I could really use transportation back to see my family. For Wait a the- second, Jordan, did Patrick Brandenburg just jump on the phone to wish everyone a happy holidays? I didn't authorize this. Did hey, you talk to Gene? No, please Patrick, don't hang up on me. Are you sitting don't- there complaining about sending money? I, oh my gosh, this guy wants to, to ruin fucking Christmas. You know what, Christmas. let's just hang up. Let's I hang up. I would love to see Loser. my family over. Loser. God, he's ruining the holidays. Hello, everybody. This is uh, Luis Fernandez. I am the deputy uh, sports minister of Brazil. Uh, I am just here uh, because I have plenty of time. Uh, I got in early. I've got six months, so I have plenty of time to plan a very happy holidays to send to you. I'm in the process of writing it now, just giving you enough. Wait, I just uh, checked the <laughs> check the calendar. Oh no, it's Christmas right now, and I haven't written anything. Oh no, it's so... Wait, where, where'd my computer go? Where, oh god, there's just so much crime in Brazil. <laughs> there's so much crime that it's... Someone just took my computer and now I don't have anything written, so... I'm gonna try to wing it, you know what? Uh, happy Valentine's Day from all of your friends in Brazil and... Uh, god, I did not prepare this properly, I apologize. Um, uh, Look out for the World Cup in 2014... Oh wait, that happened, oh god. All I can do at this point is apologize. I'm very sorry. Uh, Viva Brazil! For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. 
I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another wide world of weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. Now, Phil, does this mean weird sports is back? Uh, no. This is the wide world of weird sports, where we aggregate all of everybody's favorite things. It could be a weird sportsman. Yep. It could be a weird sport. It could be a weird happening in the world of like sports. Like a weird sporting event? Yeah, it could be anything. It's the wide world of weird Why limit ourselves? So we're getting in on the Sports News Magazine thing right, just we are. 30 years a little late. <laughs> yeah. We're going all the way, we baby, are... all the way. We, as long as it's walking on the wild side, we're ready to go there. All right, and I've got a very wide world of weird sport for you. Babe Ruth's called shot. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Babe Ruth's called shot. All right, Babe Ruth's called shot was the home run hit by Babe Ruth of the New York Yankees in the fifth inning of Game 3 of the 1932 World Series. Who is it you said he played for again? Uh, The Yankees. He was the pride of the Yankees. All right, okay. Yep. Uh, held on October 1st, 1932 at Wrigley Field in Chicago. I'm going to stop you right there. This is already the weirdest sport I've... I'm I'm sorry. So there was... It was a World Series game. Yep. And the White Sox played at Wrigley Field at that point? No, it was the Cubs. The Cubs? Yeah. God, this is weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I'm trying to wrap my head around this. The Cubs were in the World Series. Yeah, and that brings an end to it. No, I should probably (laughs) do this. Uh, During the at-bat, Ruth made a pointing gesture... Which uh, existing film confirms, but the exact nature of the gesture gesture remains ambiguous. Maybe Although he was gesturing like, who the hell are these people on the field with me? It couldn't be the Cubs, could it? Yeah, it could be. Although uh, neither fully confirmed nor refuted, the story goes that Babe Ruth pointed to the center field bleachers during the at-bat. It was allegedly a declaration that he would hit a home run at this part of the park. And on the next pitch, Ruth hit a home run to center field. My goodness. The homer was his 15th and last in his 41 postseason games. Oh, I didn't know that. The facts and the dispute. There is no dispute over the general events of the moment. All reports say the Chicago Cubs bench jockeys were riding Ruth mercilessly and that Ruth, rather than ignoring them, was playing with them through words and gestures. (laughs) He was just messing with them. The long-term debate over the nature of one of Ruth's gestures... Uh, it is unclear if he pointed to center field to the pitcher, Charlie Root, or to the club's, Cubs bench. He was just pointing generally. Yeah. If it was the Cubs bench, I feel like the video should confirm that it's not. Because yeah. the pitcher and center field are in the same uh, uh, general uh, uh, direction. Uh, you know, I saw the video in order film, to... Film, guys. I saw the it film. film. I saw no. the film to confirm it, and it looks like he kind of points, but like waves the... Ba- He's pointing at a lot of things, it looks like. Yeah, okay. Like yeah. a flight attendant showing you exits. Exactly, right. exactly. <laughs> Uh, even the films of the at-bat, which were by amateur filmmaker Matt Miller Candle Sr., I hope he went pro, uh, that emerged during the 1990s have not allowed any definitive conclusions. That's right. That film came out in the 90s, like Pulp Fiction or really? Forrest Gump. Well, it didn't come out. In or the- Adam Sandler's good films. Right. <laughs> I remember, I actually, the only reason I saw Forrest Gump was because that was sold out. Right, the F- footage of Babe Ruth calling <laughs> right. shot in 1932 World Series. We show up and it's like boom, and it was like sold out, sold out, sold out. And it was like, well, I guess we'll we'll see this 
right. yeah. Forrest Gump movie. Root's next pitch was a curveball that Ruth hit at least 440 feet to the deepest part of the center field near Ooh. the flagpole. Some estimates say it might have been 490 feet. You know, guys say that it's 490 feet, even though it's really 440 feet. You know? <laughs> <laughs> thing. Uh, the ground distance to the center field corner, somewhat right to the straightaway center, was 440 feet. Yep. The ball landed a little bit to the right of the 440 corner and further back. Apparently in the temporary seating in the Sheffield Avenue behind the permanent interior bleacher seats. See? It's not it's not the length of the home run that matters. It's the girth. It as is, long as you get is. to that temporary it, seating, yeah. you're all set. Yeah. Calling the game over the radio, broadcaster Tom Manning shouted, The ball is going, 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 high into the center field stands, and it's a home run. Brought to you by cigarettes in general. <laughs> uh, Ruth uh, himself later described the hit as past the flagpole, which stood behind the scoreboard at the 440 corner. Ruth's powerful hit was aided by a strong carrying wind that day. So, you know, did he hit it or did the wind hit it? Well, he could have hit it and then the wind hit it. Yeah. Now, the carrying wind, was that disrupted by the uh, the frogs falling out of the sky? I'd have to assume that there were frogs falling out of the sky because apparently the Chicago Cubs were in the World Series, and I just don't have a frame of reference for, for how this could exist otherwise. Yeah, it could have been. This is the most important part of the story, though. Okay. In the mid-2000s, Bud Light made a commercial of the called shot, showing that the reason Ruth pointed towards center field was because he spotted a vendor. <laughs> he wanted a Pepsi. Selling Bud Light there. Oh, okay. Bud Light, sorry. Bud Light, Not yeah. Bud Blue. So really... I mean, if you really want to look at the mythology, probably just wanted a brewski. Yeah. That's, and that's for Babe Ruth. Believable. Believable. And that brings an end to the first ever wide world of Weird Sports! Hey, everybody. This is Robert Griffin III. Just here to wish you a happy holidays. It's not so happy for the people who are fighting overseas. Looking inside their foxhole, scraps of food, faded pictures of their wife who they know will never fully accept them when they come home with no legs. God, the horror. The horror of this holiday. Is anyone going to use this knife? Oh, should I, can I use this knife, no, Jordan? No, no, please. Just leave that there. Okay. Oh, hey, everybody. This is Bud Selig here to wish you a happy, happy holidays. It just makes me think of all those wonderful Christmases that I got to spend with John Rocker. John was one hell of a guy, and and we always used to sit out in his porch and, and shout lovely Christmas greetings at the people who'd walk by. Granted, some of them were a little different than the Christmas greetings that I was familiar with, but but we had a good time anyway. So, happy holidays, everybody. Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close of the Sports 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 Podcast. Before we go, uh, Phil would like to give you, our listeners, three pieces of contact information uh, in a very Christmassy manner. Ho, ho, ho! This is Phil pretending to be Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho! You can follow us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports the number three podcast. While you're there, make sure to follow, and maybe you'll find some milk and cookies on the internet. 
Ho, 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 ho. Also, be a good little boy and girl and go to sue.co slash sports the number three podcast. They're one of our sponsors. That's tsu.co slash sports number three podcast. It's the only website on the internet that gives you money for posting just like Twitter. And when you sign up through the sports the number three podcast link, we make a little money too. Ho ho ho. Commercialism. And make sure to follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash sports the number three podcast. And while you're there, make sure to wish your mother a Merry Christmas. Cause she just joined Twitter and doesn't know how to use it. Ho 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 ho. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Appreciate Phil. it. Yep. Hey guys. Oh hey Joel. Hey, Joel. So listen, wanna say once again, you know, we're all we're all heading back home for Christmas and wanna say my goodbyes, but before I went, I just want to remind you guys. Christmas tree fires are very serious, okay? They happen okay. all the time. They're very yep. dangerous. Yes. It could burn the whole studio Absolutely. down. Okay, so we got the Christmas tree in the studio. I just want to make sure you guys remember, last one of us out needs to make sure they turn the lights off. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, absolutely. True thing. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.